You're listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. Learn how you You. can build a diverse and sustainable income online from two brothers who actually do it. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Joe. Joe and Mike, buildassetsonline.com. Back again, coming at you, talking about another possible product that you can consider dropshipping. But after this episode, I don't know, maybe you will or you won't consider it. But the product is uh, air hockey tables. Um, I when we when I first thought of this, I thought it was honestly one of the best niches that you could possibly think of. And you know, for full disclosure, we have some experience in this area, and it does it wasn't exactly the best. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about that, but I still think it has potential. So, Mike, you were more down on these tables than me because I guess you dealt more directly with the vendors of these tables and, and whatnot. So, what was Meaning I was on? more down in the trenches or I was like down on them like uh, I'm not both. High on them. Well, well, both. You were down in the trenches and you were down on, on the tables. I think air hockey tables was one of the contributing factors towards a lot of what build assets online is based off of in terms of the way that we structure our dropshipping stores because a lot of other people they'll tell you go and make a store pick a niche and so someone may pick air hockey tables are us they get a bunch of air hockey table suppliers and then everything looks good the margins look sick competition looks low they get the ads up and then nothing happens yeah I think so. I think one of the ways that you described these air hockey tables is that you described it as like a dying in it's a dying niche in a lot of ways, right? Is that that's kind of what you said about it? I mean, yeah, back in your day, Joe, you used to go to the arcade, you know, beat someone's ass in air hockey and uh, you know, get some get some tickets, go get a toy, and then it's uh you had a you had a good day. That doesn't happen anymore. All these yeah. kids are on TikTok. They're, you know, they're not doing this type of stuff anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously a market for expensive air hockey tables, and there are a lot of them out there. If you research them, um, a lot of different brands, a lot of different suppliers, a lot of them sold on Amazon, a lot of cheap ones sold on Amazon as well. But I think the issue is, is that when most people are buying an air hockey table, at least nowadays, they're probably buying it as more of like a, a novelty, whereas the super, super expensive air hockey tables where if you want to be like super into like professional air hockey and whatnot, I feel like that's a dying breed. Whereas, you know, I, I don't know if necessarily the, the sale of air hockey tables overall is going down, but I, I do confidently feel that the the air hockey specialist is, you know, is on the decline, if that makes sense. Right. You probably don't see as many people buying ping pong tables either. Uh, and that, and especially not with that ping pong VR. Yeah, that was crazy. I played it um, the other day on the Oculus. So which is probably the same thing with air hockey. So I, this niche is done. Why do you got to buy a, a $3,000 air hockey table, a ping pong table, when you just get an Oculus and it's basically the same thing. You can play with your friends. You don't got. I'm, I was thinking, Joe. I was playing this this ping pong game that you downloaded on my uh, my Oculus, and I was like, 
this is probably what they they could you could train for the Olympics with this. No, I don't think Just you can. Up. I don't think you can. I think the it would be way too different. Like you can't train. It's very close, but I don't think you could train for the Olympics with it. But Mike, well, you know, maybe we should say ping pong tables for a separate episode because I do feel we will, that we will, we will. So getting back on track. So here's the problem. People may not realize this, but air hockey tables is one of the most seasonal products you can ever drop ship. And we talk about checking Google Trends, and maybe when we got the supplier, Joe, we were or the, these suppliers from this, this one particular product type because we had multiple. We were a little bit uh, naive. Mm-hmm. And I just looked up the Google Trends right now for air hockey tables, and it's again one of the craziest, most seasonal things I've ever seen because. Not only is it a very, very drastic um, trend up during November, December, but it's <laughs> – so basically, let's see here. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, November is when it goes up, November 20, 18 to 24, and then it goes down basically before December 23rd. So – you have one month where people actually care about this, and that's basically the the Christmas shopping season, right? Because most people are buying it as uh, gifts, right? With whereas something else may be seasonal, but that just may mean the peak of sales is during one particular season or one particular half of the year, and it's not that you won't sell it for the rest of the year, but it's performs better during a different time. Yes. Yeah. 11 months out of the year, no one cares. One month, people care. And the other thing about this is there are, um, you know, to the higher end of the spectrum, there are like coin-operated tables, B2C type thing or or B2B type situations. But um, from what I understand, it's not very easy to sell the coin-operated tables, number one. And number two, uh, I guess I'm seeing less and less air hockey tables in – um, commercial settings. I used to kind of see them way more and now I rarely see them. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I can't say for sure not that I'm going out to a lot of bars or anything, but yeah. So the coin operated stuff is actually a lot harder to get into. And I think if you can get into that, um, it can pay dividends, no pun intended, but it's just, uh, there's, there's different rules for that type of thing too, because this industry is so old. Yeah. That, it's abiding by these weird rules. Like we got into the coin operated stuff. Uh, basically we had to persuade a supplier that we had for years to let us sell it, but we were not able to let people buy online. I think that was what it was. Mm. And we may, we may have not been able to like reveal the price online, um, a whole bunch of weird things. So yeah, because with this, there's a lot of like local dealers, you know, brick and mortar stuff. And you start to get into this thing where, the brick and mortar people complain about what the online real t- retailers are doing. And uh, yeah, I don't so know. We, we, we sold a couple coin operated ones, but it was a little weird how we had to do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them for complaining. Oh yeah. I know. Totally. You got the store, you're paying the paying rent. You got inventory. I'd be pissed at what, you know, these online people are doing. There's come and do a Google shopping and <laughs> kind of <laughs> clean it house. Yeah. So I don't know. It speaks See, more towards, I think the industry and, just uh, the weird state of the industry, but it's not all bad. I don't want to have this be a totally negative review because we did make good money off of uh, these air hockey tables. 
once we realized that people were only buying them during one month. So you realize the truth and you adjust accordingly. And so how do we adjust, Joe? I don't know. You tell me. How do we adjust the the bidding? Bid low, bid high. Bid low during the off season. Bid high during when you know they're going to sell. And put more product types in your store that can make up for the rest of the year. There you have it. Another thing, I believe the air hockey tables actually inspired some Amazon affiliate uh, SEO plays. They did, and that didn't work out. Actually, I uh, <laughs> I split. I split that site up into like a couple uh, into multiple sites, and uh, yeah, it makes. You know, let me see how much it's made in the past uh, couple months. Actually, listen, I I don't know what I'm doing. No one no one knows what they're doing. Let's. I, I am curious as to before we end this call, what the uh, I have like a handful of air hockey articles on like one website but then i rebranded the website I, I took the air hockey articles off and now it's on a actually an air hockey dedicated website it's, it's all part of the uh it's all part of the experience of figuring out like what to do <laughs> so let's see last 30 days what did this we're out of q4 so let's see what we made wow 167 in commissions last 30 days for this air hockey site nothing to sneeze at yeah, let's see. Um, Considering it's off season, we didn't. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's a small site. We don't touch yeah. it. Last December, it made two twenty nine. November, it made one eighty three, and yeah, that's about the time yeah. I. I, I so this is more, more steady. Yeah, and then in January it did ninety five. Hmm. So, but the last thirty. I mean, days over did. time, you know, this this idea will pay off just through. I mean, we had that other site for a while that it did, it did all right. The the affiliate website that was had yeah. the air hockey tables on it. So I think sometimes you do these things and they maybe just having this at, you know, air hockey tables or us as a dropshipping store isn't the most viable thing to do, but maybe you have some air hockey table affiliate articles. Maybe you just use the air hockey tables as part of a bigger website that sells other things. So it has its place. It's just about finding what that place is and working it into your portfolio in a way that makes sense for your goals. Yeah. And the, uh, the sister sites of it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to go too off to off topic here, but that, 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 there you have it about the air hockey tables. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't not do it. Uh, or don't do it. I don't care what you do, but it's not you know what you have to do. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the build assets online podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform you might be listening from. And if you're ready to learn how to build your own online business portfolio, start now by visiting buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. We'll see you in the next episode.